I'm ready to make my credits count. I'm ready to take classes from a university that will help me build on my experience to prepare me for the future. A university that will make me feel supported, encouraged, and connected. Click this ad or go to online.odu.edu today. Back chat with Maria McCann. Children still like to go out and play. I think yeah, this no, notion that everyone's obese and sitting at home yeah. playing PlayStation all day isn't really true. I, I, I don't mm. see it. One of them is a praline one and one of them is filled <gasps> with caramel. Oh my God. Oh every my God. single year I say to Donna, my partner, buy me that for Easter. And every year, two days before Easter, I say, don't buy me that. <laughs> I think there's, there's a, a mix of the two. gene that when you're a child, and particularly when you have more than one, that you just, you're, there's a part of your brain that just switches them off. And unless they're in imminent danger of death. <laughs> you don't care what they're doing. Back chat with Maria McCann. Zara King, Orla Apple, Mary O'Neill are with me for this week's episode. Two of you are just back from holidays, uh-huh. holidays in which you left the country. And yeah. I have always had a long and deep suspicion that when you leave the country, it's much better than when you stay in the country. And I oh, don't definitely. mean to diss Ireland, that Ireland isn't a nice holiday destination or anything, but to actually benefit from not being in mm-hmm. your job, mm-hmm. you need to get in a plane. Yeah, and we were a week away and it felt like a long week, the days. Yeah. Like, we were only back about two days and we obviously do everything together. Yeah. <laughs> Since college, <laughs> we... I really felt the last two or three days fly by. Did you? Yeah. Mary? My mother actually made the point that when you go Wednesday to Wednesday, the which we did, which we did, once you get to the weekend, it really flies into yes. the next Wednesday. It's like you yeah. get over the hump of it and you're kind of home. But I really mm. agree, Maria, that you kind of have to absolutely switch off nowadays mm-hmm. because I think our look. I'm the worst in the world for having my head in my phone. I know a lot of people are, but like. You know, it's the first time I really didn't, really didn't engage with work at mm. all. You know, mm. I, I put on my auto reply um, and left the office. And if I think if I had been in Waterford, I would have been more involved with mm. what was going on with work and everything. And I really wasn't. And that was great. I didn't put on my auto reply foolishly. So I have basically like set up interviews and things like that <laughs> but at the same time I felt I was very much you know there you might have been half the sunshine so yeah and there might have been half an hour a day where I might get a press release and mm. I think oh, I'm going to follow mm. that up and that's fine but we were only saying when we were there we obviously were there with other people yeah. um, our partners right <laughs> and Orla's baby <laughs> my toddler <laughs> we were saying that we were so relaxed it was Lanzarote yeah. it just does exactly what it says on yeah, the tin right. you land you're in your apartment within 10 minutes you're in the sunshine mm. you forget everything and I think I was saying as well I can really see how people get addicted to just going back to the same sun holiday I know mm. you I do, do it Maria and, I do that too and, and I know you love the sun as well Zara that mm. you just get addicted to going to that easy holiday mm-hmm. there's a lot to be said for exploring and yeah. there's a lot of places queuing for four hours yeah. for a museum yeah. you just want to chill yeah, yeah. and yeah. I never thought I'd be that person mm. who mm. constantly went back to Lanzarote but from the time you get there it's like you've been there a week so mm. you're effectively adding a week Mm. Onto your holiday. Exactly, because you, yeah. you know where yeah. to go and you know. So it's the one who goes for three weeks, anyway. Yeah. You well, go to Torre Molinas, that. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's lovely as well. And I'm going there for years. Like, it's mm. literally like home to me. And as soon as I get off the plane, I feel like I've been there. Because like you're not spending place. your time. Yeah. yeah. You're not spending your time looking for the supermarket, mm. looking for the best place to go. You find the best place to go the night before you're due to come home and you're raging. Like, you know the place, like, you know your own, where mm-hmm. you live yourself. Mm-hmm. And it just extends your holiday to it. Yeah. It's funny though. I feel like I'm still not really at a stage though where I can sit still on a beach for a couple of days. I think I get oh, really I'm that 
we're, we're not yeah, we don't yeah. do that. No, we yeah, don't. No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> so couple. We're not a couple. <laughs> Which would be fine too, but you know, Orla has yeah. a partner who's so probably listening, so and I have a partner who's like, why don't they just go off on their own together? <laughs> but Zara, I wouldn't be, and yeah. like Thomas, my other half, would hate a holiday of lying on the beach. Yeah. And he loved Lanzarote. Like though, I think I'd like yeah. it for two days. Like I went mm. to Marbella with some friends a couple of years ago, and we sat on the beach for maybe two days and just drank wine, and it was amazing. Oh, how nice! <laughs> um, but then after two days, I was a bit like, came okay, super hungover and over this. Do you know that kind of way? So I like kind of trips. Like the last two trips that I've tried to book to try and leave the country, actually my flights have been cancelled and I haven't been able to go. Oh, so no. I was meant to go back to Marbella in October, and uh, I didn't end up going on that trip. And then Storm Emma completely hampered my trip to Sweden in March for my cousin's birthday. So I've since rebooked it and I'm going again. Actually next weekend or the weekend after two weeks time and so it's kind of more like a city break to Stockholm for three days and I'm really looking mm. forward to that but I totally agree that you know especially when you like I think work in news and stuff as well you're constantly addicted mm. to information and you're trying to keep up to date you have with stuff to switch off, well right? yeah I also think though as well if you switch off too much then when you go back to work you're yeah. playing catch up so much because mm. stories move on and things change so, so much you, know? you, can, you can probably find out what's going on with full knowledge you don't actually have to do anything about it yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Well, yeah, when yeah, I got home because I, I took the Thursday and Friday off as well so I was setting up interviews when mm. I was home so I was yeah. kind of half nearly back in work the last mm. couple of mm. days mm. but I think being out of the country just gives you that feeling of like you said just, there's nothing mm. I can do about this yeah. No. yeah and it's lovely to have something to look forward to I'm already mm. looking at flights for <laughs> yeah I think booking you know? things is so important oh, I, I, I love the joy of booking Definitely. yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. just like buying things yeah. <laughs> yeah. me too me too yeah. and what I love when you think you're like oh I got a really good deal on those flights I can't wait to go if I don't go they were so cheap it doesn't matter we still get the excitement what about holidays when you were children we never went anywhere my father was a farmer so we never got to go anywhere and I grew up on a coast on a beach so I think we were just always in the holiday mode my mum had a coffee shop in the summer in Balamuni so we never went anywhere except for when myself and my brother were like eight and nine now hold wait we're going to sound like the rich kids <laughs> of the 80s we went to Trinidad and Tobago for, for so Christmas unusual. so unusual my mum had teacher friends that she taught with in Dublin and they were from Trinidad and they invited us over are they the people that you did FaceTime with oh yeah, that time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tell them I love this story about Orla's mom. Kill me. I can't tell Orla, I have to tell this my story. doesn't understand Skype. Orla's mom did like Skype with her friends in Trinidad. I tell everyone this story at dinner parties Don't all the time. Don't do the accent. No. <laughs> so the friends are there on FaceTime or Skype or whatever with Dolores. And they're like, I never met your mom, but I feel like I know her. And so they're like, oh, Dolores, you must come and visit us sometime. And she's all like, oh, yeah. But she's making this big no face. And then, oh, Dolores, we can see you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's looking at her and going, no, I'm, going I'm definitely not going over there. Yeah, definitely. Like, you just have to say sorry. I clearly forgot that they could see her. It was hilarious. <laughs> Remember that program with them? Um, 50 Ways to Kill Your Mammy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, loved yeah. it. Uh, Mom tried to show her yeah. friend the view from her hotel. And not oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was such a good going, mammy. Ma, you have to turn around. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a fantastic program. And mothers are great. <laughs> but um, I, I, when I was, my dad never came on holidays with us because we had, he had his own shop so he was never able to, to leave so you it experience. oh but you still so. got to go yeah well we, we never we, got we, to we go. went to Kilkenny <laughs> oh lovely mm. yeah we were like that we never left the country mm. ever well yeah. my parents had six children and it, there was just no money in the 80s no you mm. know so yeah. and leaving the country wasn't 
wasn't really done in the 80s mm-hmm. all that much. And so packing up six children to go travelling yeah. like, is a lot. No, we, we used to go to Wexford mostly. How lovely. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. great. Wexford is lovely. Wexford is lovely. <laughs> yeah. I remember staying in a caravan in Carn Beach and it was like amazing. Mm-hmm. I'd still love that nowadays. And I remember being in college and going to Kilkenny with my friends and realising that I'd never really been anywhere in Ireland because we never really got to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm not saying that in a woe is me. We had amazing mm. summers on the beach. We were so free. But it wasn't until I was independent myself that I got to see a lot of Ireland mm. because uh, I suppose because of the mm. job my father had he mm. could not leave yeah. the farm unfortunately well, mm. we used to go to like mainly Europe on holidays and stuff so we used to go to Spain a lot and so, like I'm an only child so we would like bring my cousins and things like that oh, along on the trip yeah so it's kind of like full siblinghood for two weeks <laughs> um, I remember sharing a room with my cousin Robert who actually lives in Stockholm now on one vacation and him being like this is my side of the room and this is your side of the room and she's like I had no boundaries because I was the only child so I was being like <laughs> what's the story with this and remember he was like he hated me by the second week he'd be like Are you, you're not going to wear that dress like to go to dinner because I'd have these big like white floaty beach dresses like, it looks like a wedding dress like it's so stupid and I used to just think he was hilarious so um, and then I used to come home being like actually I'm really glad I'm an only child after two weeks with him but yeah so we used to go to Spain a lot um, but you know what though it's funny I think that like my happiest memories of like holidays as a child are actually like in West Cork because we spent like a lot of time in Cork McSherry down there because my grandparents have a summer house there and like we would just be there like all the time like you just get sent down to your grandparents for like weeks at a time and stuff and we used to like you know go horse riding and like we go to the beach and like the best times would be like when we get taken down to the local co-op like Barry Row co-op to get your bucket and spade and that was your summer kit like for the beach and stuff and to be honest like of all the foreign holidays I do think that like the weekends in West Cork were probably the mm. highlight for me yeah, and holidays are so important I feel like oh, Hannah my little toddler is only two now and we've been to like three different places but even though she's only two I think it really brings you together as oh, a family yeah. and it like creates just, memories yeah and yeah. you're just spending time with your family whereas usually but I, I you're often see people taking children on holidays and I think Jesus, that's an awful lot of trouble to go to just for this very small person from A to B. Well, you know what? Actually, I met a woman on a flight last year. I was going to London and she was, they were going to London to visit like her sister and then they were going on somewhere else, right? And she had this little baby on her lap. And, you know, when you see a baby coming onto a flight, you're a bit oh. like, I love children. But I was a bit like, oh God, do I want to be beside the baby for the whole flight? Money and I was travelling on my own. But actually the baby was really cute, right? This woman was the happiest woman in the world. She had twin babies. They were maybe like nine months. It was like their last trip before she went back to work. So excited. Nothing was going to her down they were going to visit her sister in London and then they were flying off somewhere else on their first family holiday and you know what it was so lovely now like it had taken them a mountain to get as far as the flight to mm, London yeah. and like even the whole the baby was gorgeous didn't cry once but he did get sick on her a couple of times on the flight and then at one stage I think he like pooped on her and everything and she was so happy she didn't even notice and I thought you know what I envy her because she is so happy she's so mm. she's covered in vomit and poo mm. and she's heading off on her holidays and she just does not care and she was so content and she just couldn't wait as you say to have that like precious family time Mm. and like her husband had the other baby on his lap in the other seat and they were just so content mm. and I was like you know what she doesn't care that she's covered in vomit I actually, I really actually don't mind children on flights once their parents are making an effort yeah. to make I sure I feel that sorry they for parents they're, they're so stressful because we're all on our holidays lads you yeah. know just because you guys are on your holidays that doesn't mean you let your child kick exactly. back yeah, in my seat no, definitely, yeah. Yeah. long haul must be very tough like especially for you know like there are I know uh, we had a friend before who suggested <laughs> on, a, in, on, in, a, uh, on, on an article in an article quite outrageously <laughs> that people shouldn't be allowed bring babies on long haul now that you know so and do you it should be flights that are that child is so free awful. <laughs> also, why can't they put a kind of a partition 
and put all the families in yeah. one end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like awful. Mass. Like that's so mean. But like, no. if you were emigrating to like Australia, like a chapel on a flight. Mm. Yeah. No. But if you were emigrating, which happens all the time, you know, people would have had to bring their babies on long haul flights. Like, and not even just if you're emigrating, but it's just not reasonable. People have to bring their kids. You know. But it's like you say, Maria, bring mm. your kids. But if your kid is yeah. kicking someone, yeah, kid, there was a little kid in front of me on the flight back. Like she was about seven, and she was so loud. You know, <laughs> shouting and uh, the clapping. And, and, yeah. and they're just oblivious. They're yeah. oblivious. They, I think and they I hate think it's that. Cute. I don't, if you're making an effort to go, like, shh, you can't yeah, be yeah. noisy now because everyone's trying to enjoy the yeah. flight. If you're doing that, I don't care what your kid does. Yeah. I yeah. wonder no. though, are they oblivious or are they just exhausted? God love them. I think there's a, I think there's, there's a, a mix parent of the two. gene that when your child, and particularly when you have more than one, that you just, you're, there's a part of your brain that just switches them off. And unless they're in imminent danger of death, mm. <laughs> you don't care what they're doing and you don't, you, their, their screams doesn't go through mm. you. Nothing, nothing. Well, Oral is the only one with the child mm. out of all of us. What do you think of that? Or? Um, well, I remember when I didn't have a child being in a coffee shop in Tremor with one of my friends and there was a, there was um, kids beside us and they were so loud and their parents were doing nothing about it. When they left, I said to my friend Kathy, I actually cannot listen to those kids and she said I never even heard them I switched off because she has two children yeah. Yeah. and oh, she wow. had totally switched yeah. off from it whereas I sit yeah. there getting irritated you know yeah. Yeah. so now yeah. I'm really conscious with Hannah that she's not you know the child who's you know in everyone's face but she's just she's really good driving you I've never seen such a child that like you look at that child and go you came here by yourself and she's not making trouble for anybody she's lovely but are you just saying that. No, I'm not. No, I love okay. when she like toddles over to mum and dad's on her own and she's like, yeah. Maria! Yeah. She's just coming in, in for a biscuit. Like, she's, yeah. a, she's a really exceptional little kid. She's actually yeah. great company. She, no, is. she is good company. She really yeah. is. Like, yeah. you'd have a laugh no, I, with her. I, I genuinely think, and I'm not just saying that because you're here, I think the parents make the child. If you're an anxious, wound up Absolutely. Mm, yeah. type of mother, mm. you will have an anxious, wound up mm. type of child. If you're an yeah. indulgent mother to the extent that you don't discipline, and mm. I'm using the word discipline in quotes, if you don't discipline your child, your child in any way you will have a brat mm. and other people will have to deal yeah. with the fact that you mm. didn't go no no you can't do mm. that and I but think I also think you need a very socialised child that like my mother was like a, a music teacher she's very like Dougal actually Hannah but um, <laughs> my mother was a music teacher at home so we always had people in the house and she had lots of friends and stuff and that's the way I want Hannah to be brought up as well that she's yeah. not like she'd never make strange with any of no. you because mm. she knows you but yeah. you know I think that's really important to me and it's mm. not like it's not massively important to other yeah. people I presume or, or it might be so it's just something I would I would worry about no I wouldn't worry about her being shy or anything she can be shy if she wants to be but I think it's important that she doesn't just see family all the time and stuff yeah. you yeah. and, and you have to mm. let them try things and she might fall Mm. you know but and she's learned okay. she has that. fallen mm. you know yeah. was I talking to recently just talking about kind of knowing people and people dropping into the house where the whole thing like when we were kids like I'd say I plagued my neighbours the Dwyers they were my best <laughs> friends growing up I'm like I'm still really really good friends with them but like we used to just walk in the back door all the time mm-hmm. and I think that that's kind of does that still exist where kids can just wander in people's you know it was always well, the back door yeah, 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 yeah that's all lovely. the time yeah. but you know the way like <laughs> my parents are so desperate for a grandchild they're just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah Frankie actually yeah. said like, you, you needed to tell her what to do. We'll spoil her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spoil her. that's they lovely. Love her. And I yeah. think that that thing.
thing that, that a real Irish tradition of just wandering in someone's back door should still exist yeah, you know? yeah definitely no, lovely, yeah. but are they let out to play by themselves even anymore the kids in my estate are yeah. the kids in my estate really yeah. defy that notion that everyone's sitting the at home with their head the kids living their best life they are mm-hmm. they, they're they, out on their bikes and they have proper old school fun they really do yeah. and it's as soon as the weather gets good now they'll be out They'll they, like they play sometimes like uh, they don't bother me I don't no. let myself get bothered by them but like they nearly walk into the house they're so <laughs> at the window now I don't have a front garden or anything mm. um, and if we didn't have a side gate I'd say they'd go into the garden but they play all day and I've said this so many times like children still like to go out and play I think yeah, this no, notion that everyone's obese and sitting at home yeah. playing PlayStation all day isn't really true I, I, I mm. don't see it it's mm. interesting you say that though because in my estate in Dublin I never see kids out playing really? and there are kids living in my estate but you just never see them out playing yeah. you might see them coming and going with their like parent or whoever like with their bike and stuff but they, they don't really That's interesting. Play. Yeah. even if it depends on where yeah. you live though mm. if, if, yeah. if it's but you're still quite busy as well, well yeah it is and actually now that I think no of it there, there is a green kind of more towards the back which I probably okay. would never be up the back actually mm. so maybe they play yeah. up the back and yeah. I just don't see them yeah. but yeah but now thinking now when I lived in Dublin I never can remember kids but I suppose I lived in like near city centres yeah. so maybe there yeah. wasn't yeah because yeah, the kids in our estate play as they well. do yeah, yeah, yeah they had a great place when I was growing up because my granny lived in a big house and it was up a lane and there was kind of waste ground in front of it and it was just like it was just like an adventure playground mm, yeah. that didn't cost yeah. anybody anything yeah. because there was trees in it we could go down the way into the woods and have fun there and there was always you were always finding things to, to play with and everything it was just absolutely fantastic and we were well away from the road mm. and oh, no so harm could, could come to us we and drove the woman who happens. lived on the lane up the wall yeah. because yeah. she was very proud of her garden God rest her and we spent all the fellas would be spending time like with the football go in and she got to the stage where she wouldn't give it back and we'd be going now the old bag and somebody be you know nominated to go up to the door like and I go, go excuse me miss watch me get the ball back and um, sometimes she'd give it to you and sometimes she'd keep it but then she'd throw it out in the end but when you're when you're young like that, you don't think this no. woman worked really hard in this garden, yeah. and we just sent in a football that's exactly. batting down yeah. her daffodils, know. you know, know. like yeah. stormophilia. Now wouldn't you go crazy if that yeah. was you? If it was You'd be garden, I'd, all the balls. I'd have, like I'd have a whole garage full of balls. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. With the knife and go, yeah. Not only am I keeping it, mm. but if you got it back, it's no mm. good to you. Mm. <laughs> you little shit. We spent most of our kind of like I was uh, grew up basically out in Jonah Manny's and Clotter Equestrian Centre like so we were just there all the time so like every Saturday like every summer me and like a bunch of friends who I'm still good friends with now like grew up together out there so like our childhood was just like picnics in a field like it sounds really idyllic because it kind of was and I don't think we probably realised at the time how lucky we were and it was just like you would like get dropped off in the morning and like you'd like ride out your pony in the morning oh, God, it's so living my dream it's so, like it sounds so oh, cheesy Spain, but it would be Oh, oh no! You're but, practically capable. But no, I, mean, I wish, Mary. Um, but like, you would go, you'd ride out your pony in the morning, and then like, you guys would go down the fields like for a picnic. Like, yeah. we used to go down like two fields down. We used to bring a boombox with us, like you know, CDs. Like everyone would bring out a bunch of CDs, and we'd listen to music and stuff. Brilliant. And we'd be like yeah. dancing in the field, and we get go back up after lunch, and you might like ride out again, or you would oh. washing your pony, and it's like we just had such a good time. And like now that I think about it as an adult, I'm like, gosh, we probably took it for granted mm, that it was yeah. really normal but that was how we spent our summers and it was I'm still, all I wanted when I was a child it was so horse. lovely like was just to be mm. out in the countryside all the time like we were just constantly busy and you would just be playing and hanging out with your friends like till it got dark and, mm. and that teaches you so many things it teaches you how mm. to look after animals yeah, yeah it did well. and, exercise and, yeah. and I'm still yeah. friends like with like yeah. most of those girls it's just mm. really funny like one of them was just over my house mm. for a glass of wine two weeks ago and we were just talking about it we were like do you remember how sad we were we used to learn like dance routines to like Samantha <laughs> 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 we danced in a 
in our jodhpurs and boots like the cost of us you know I love yeah. the look of jodhpurs and boots like we yeah, used to yeah, little yeah, jod- yeah. I just lived in jodhpurs and boots and like yeah. jumpers with horses on the front yeah. of them like I had no sense though. of style whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> who did really at seven or eight as this is getting um, uploaded uploaded tomorrow it will be Easter mm-hmm. Easter Sunday um, we'll have had the first Good Friday where people can actually drink and we'll all be stuffing our f- face with chocolate. Hooray. Hooray, yes. Is that all Easter is now, is just an excuse to eat chocolate? I'd like to say it's not for me, but I won't go to Mass, so I don't know why mm. I'm saying it's can not. Can I ask you a, like, a very serious mm. question about Easter eggs, mm. though? Do you actually like Easter eggs? I love them. No, see, I'm a chocolate, like, I'm a chocoholic. Like, chocolate is definitely my weak point. Like, mm. I've tried not to eat it all this week because I know I'm going to eat loads of it tomorrow. <laughs> but... I don't like Easter eggs. I feel like it's a cheaper mass-produced version See, I don't of the like chocolate. The Cadbury's one. Yeah, like I, like I the Cadbury's feel like one it's for not as good or something. No, I love it. Like I'm going to have to go and replenish the nieces and nephews Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, because I had a bit of an Easter egg splurge yesterday. I, I love them. I love how in the egg part of it is thick and another part of it is narrow. I just love them. I think I think that I kind of agree with both of you because I, I used to think there was something so special about an Easter egg. And I remember like when I actually gave things up for Lent and we used to keep them all on our piano and I'd be practicing the piano and every day and now and again I'd stop, open the lid of the Easter egg and sniff. Well, you were so good. I yeah. took off all the back of the Tommy. <laughs> I, my brother Tommy did all the things you do. He used to retape the roses yeah. tin as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do that. I still he do was, that. He was so he was he should have been some sort of I don't know of a detective or something. He was really <laughs> clever at things. But um, I think nowadays I see where you're coming from, Zara. Sometimes the chocolate to me tastes a bit cheapy or something. Okay, I kind of. Yeah. Know. Yeah. they're it's very cheap gross. because it's mass produced. Okay. Mm. Yeah, oh, okay. come here, come here. Mm. Absolutely. I but isn't all Cadbury's? Most Cadbury's no. is now made in no, Poland. No, 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 no. Is it sure? There's, no, there's no. a difference. I okay. want you. To, I want you to focus on this this week, and I want you to come back to me on it. Right? There's two different types of dairy milk. There's the one that's made in Kulak in Dublin, okay. and there's the one that's made in the UK. And okay. there's a massive difference. Yeah. Okay. And if you, I know by smelling it, yeah. I'll be like, "That's English chocolate." Like, yeah. right? English chocolate like, like, like Kulak one is creamier and it's mm. just nicer. Yeah. The one that's made in the UK is kind of like a sweet, mawkish yeah. taste, and the Easter eggs taste like the English one. Okay. Yeah. So no, yeah. I'm not made in Kulak. Please, please go and investigate that. It's so good. Okay. Now there is an Easter egg in Ardkeen. Okay. Yeah. it is solid chocolate so that's a real thing because yeah. this is like a Willy Wonka dream this is dream. how Easter eggs yeah. well, yeah. yeah. started yeah. to be made in medieval times or wherever they were solid chocolate okay. it actually took a long time for them to work what out how to make it what moron decided to run away in the middle of it someone who a decided they had a light bulb moment now, is this yeah. one yeah. in Arkeen stories is it like on display <coughs> yeah, and, and all the chocolates no, no, just no, sort no, of look around no no it's there are people going to actually find this one of them is a praline one and one of them is filled with caramel oh my god every single year I say to Donna my partner buy me that for Easter and every year two days before Easter I say don't buy me that it's <laughs> <laughs> way too much what's wrong Somebody with you I think it's like half a kilo of chocolate so that must be what two and a half thousand calories but I would eat that yeah, in yeah. an episode of Carnation Street before yeah. I get the gates here <laughs> <laughs> see I'm not the biggest sweet tooth person oh. like I'd be like this about cheese and crisps and things oh, like no, that I like that see I love cheese and crisps as well like I love cheese and wine but then I'd have the chocolate after but if you yeah. were here's the, here's the ultimate question to serious sweet or savoury I'm going to ask all of you this if okay. you were starving and you were offered either a bar of chocolate or a sandwich. Oh, that's you not a fair question. Well, do you, pick, you pick a sandwich. Okay, okay, you're not necessarily yeah. hungry, and you, you have, have a choice. You have, you a, have want. a want, <laughs> and you have a choice of a nice salty cheese and crisp sandwich or a bar of chocolate. What do you go for? Why do I have Both. to choose? Because it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not like a big 
fan of like sandwiches unless they're like well it's what's in the sandwich crisps crisps whatever you oh, want it's a crisp sandwich it's just it's savoury versus it's sweet a, it's an on sourdough it can uh, be Sarah. okay I'll have it on sourdough okay, so I wouldn't you, want like a Brennan's like so crisp sandwich so this horse riding Spain challenge no. <laughs> the sandwich no. can be whatever you want the point is that it's savoury oh I take oh I'd have the sandwich like. before the bar of chocolate yeah I would what yeah. would you do Maria even though I consider myself a chocolate actually what I would really like to do is have the sandwich first. No, have the chocolate first and then eat the sandwich. Oh, yes. really? Because if I have the sweet taste of the chocolate in my mouth, I want more McCann chocolate. Yeah. sandwich ah. chocolate mm. Yeah. Whereas if I have the, you you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Which would you do? Yeah. If I have okay. if I have the chocolate first, then I have then I, I feel mm. fine and I don't okay. want mm. another bar of chocolate. Has anyone ever found an actual solution to, you know, the way like people always talk about like different things, supplements and things you can take to like suppress your like, you know, desire for chocolate or to suppress your like. Aren't there tablets like? Like, no, like as in like, say like, you know, like spirulina is like a superfood. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Um, <laughs> I, would, I have a little tip that I've been told before. Don't start your day with carbs because yeah. you're spiking your sugar okay. then you're spending your day yeah. wanting more and, like, and I, so I agree with that and I actually mm. was just saying that to someone yesterday that like I actually love chocolate right and I'm totally addicted to it but I actually think that chocolate makes me really irritable I think that like the more chocolate I eat the more chocolate I want and if I don't have it I'm mm. really irritable mm. like I noticed say if I was on a late shift at work and I was having dinner at work in the evening and like everyone's having a cup of tea and a bar of chocolate after dinner because that's what you do and it's like yeah everyone who's like a size 8 is having a bar of chocolate <laughs> like why am I having one like what the hell <laughs> And like I'm like sure Claire's having one Claire's tiny I'll have one too and then I'm literally there going why did I eat this I regret it so much and I end up being like really kind of ratty and kind of miserable in myself afterwards whereas like then I didn't eat chocolate for two days and I'm in great form I haven't eaten chocolate since Tuesday and I'm flying it so I think it has I think it has a negative effect I think it's the sugar yes it is at the moment I am feeling sugar poisoned I feel like I can't actually wait till Monday when all the chocolate's mm. gone yeah. and I don't want to see it mm. anymore. It's like Christmas. And it, it, that yeah. happens to me every now and then mm. that I actually feel I cannot mm. take another hit of sugar. So Maria I hate it. and Zara, yes. not you because you're not as much a chocoholic. So no, I'm no. a crispaholic. What is your bar of chocolate of choice? Oh, I like ordinary dairy milk chocolate. Okay. And I like Tesco's 75% mm. <laughs> um, dark Ooh. chocolate. Because oh. mm. when I'm not in a kind of a, like a sugar cycle of vicious hatred um, I like um, dark chocolate because that it's yeah. true what yeah, they say dark chocolate does satisfy yeah. you can have a, one square totally. of dark chocolate mm, yeah. and you have enough there's a lovely one sea salt in it that oh yeah just that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Actually, like, I love the chocolate in a twirl Yes. No, yeah. I don't. Oh no, I do. Why is there gaps there? Fill in those <laughs> gaps so to allow you to dunk it in your like, yes. It's like, it's like oh, arrows yes. and stuff. I'm like so fill in those holes. They're not need plain those. chocolate. So you're a you know you're you like it true in its truest form. I just form. like yeah. that when you bite in. See, I like my chocolate on the melty side. Not yeah, the me fridge. too. Yeah. Mm. So I like the. Mary said, "My God, I'm surrounded by." No, 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 no. I love chocolate. I just I love other food more. But I would mm. love dunking it. So what's your bar of choice? My bar of choice would be a classic old school dairy milk from Kulak only okay. <laughs> like, you can't check like old school, you can't check it oh, it's written sorry. on the back of the package oh sorry oh okay. I stand in supermarkets and I check them. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. care like I'm like whatever I'm not buying this if it's not from Kulak yeah. Um, so yeah classic old school dairy milk from Kulak with a cup of tea mm-hmm. 
and then um, it's the Lindt dark chocolate yes. lime intense um, with a glass of wine okay. lime yes. intense yeah. so it depends yeah, if I'm having wine. my chocolate with tea or wine yes. yeah that's yeah. where I'm at with this mine is a Yorkie raisin and biscuit they are lovely <gasps> controversial I love them and also this is even more controversial because of the size of them those bloody milkers that are about a euro in petrol oh, stations know, it's terrible that are 100 grams I don't like it now I love them I just love them <laughs> and when we were in Spain last week they're not 100 grams there they're about a 250 <laughs> for 250 so I had to really stay away from that mm. the lint I think has has just one oh. chocolate for me there's nothing I think Amazing. as nice as lint chocolate oh, yeah. especially the lint balls. They, they're unbelievable and but you know what's funny when you dip them in quite, tea, mm. um, like you can only have two or three of those they're quite creamy yeah. like they're oh, yeah, they're, it's very heavy chocolate but their dark chocolate's unreal I'm not I like their dark chocolate but I, th- I think the regular red lint mm, and I do amazing. love the orange and the mint as well and I don't yeah. like them at all and I, I can, love them and that ad that I see makes me want to have one and I forget that I don't like oh, them, I love them. Yeah. and I get myself I don't like these I don't like there's something about that it's chocolate it's the creaminess in the middle of yeah, the I love yeah, that I like that as well yeah. and it's not the, the flavour of the milk chocolate one isn't intense enough for me okay. and I think you're a huge cocoa one. fan you love you, know you love, love actual now? do you know what actually all of you should try and they have yeah. this marking stores as well not an ad just love them um, put available to sponsor this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Benedict's mint chocolates have you heard of them no so they're like sort of like an up a gear from an after eight Ooh, like yeah. way up a gear from an after eight right get them in our king stores mum got them at Christmas and now she just keeps buying them it's so funny she was there yesterday she's like I bought the last three packets on the shelf because <laughs> <laughs> then I met a woman in the queue and she was like where did you get those and mum was like they're down there you know and they were all gone what a wagon but um, they so we had them last night and they're gorgeous and there's varying degrees of strength like do you Are like mint no 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 there's loads of different ones right okay. so I like the ones in the gold wrapper because it's sort of a soft fondant so in the like middle. Biscount kind no, of there's biscuit no biscuit. Or biscuit. It's just or? like fondant and like dark chocolate. Oh. But one of them has like peppermint oil in it. So like last week actually, like I'd had this pizza and I actually just didn't feel well after. You know when you're just so bloated mm. after pizza, even mm. though it was a thin base, I was like not 100. percent And I had this peppermint. <laughs> too much information. Peppermint um, chocolate thing from the Benedict's packet. It's the really intense one. The only three of the intense ones because they're so intense. And. I swear to God, I was right as rain after it. It was like this peppermint oil in it, and I just felt so much better after it. So they're worth having a packet of them in the house. Well, the te- back to Tesco again. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm available to for sponsorship. Tesco hint of hint of mint dark chocolate oh yeah that's lovely, it's yeah, lovely. I've had that, I have had that as well yeah. actually mm. Thomas gets that a lot he's really mm. into dark chocolate yeah. I really like mm. that sea salt one for a while yeah. I loved <coughs> the orange intense but that sea salt just takes the craving mm. off quicker mm. than anything else that's what it is a craving unfortunately it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and sometimes you get to the stage where you're just eating bars of chocolate and you're not even tasting them no, they're not no. even touching the sides going down yeah. like it's just well I always mm. think I spend about an hour thinking about what I want and then it takes five minutes mm. for me to eat it I don't savour it and anyone any shopkeepers who sell chocolate listening if you sell the bars of Cadbury's or whatever for a euro we'll all buy three yeah won't we yeah, <laughs> yeah. if it's from Kulak I will if it's from Kulak <laughs> if you have Kulak chocolate only Kulak yeah. right because I think one bar is like 150 or something yeah. so you can get 150 off us or you can get three by just making yeah. them one euro yeah. mm. it's your call yeah. I don't mind mm. yeah. um, I don't put them all in the one drum so I have to go through trying to find the dairy mm. milk and then the caramel 
yellow crisps. and then the, the mint uh, mint crisps crisp. and it's always at the tail so you start to get chocolate shame because you've been rooting yeah, yeah. You know but I mean? then you pretend it's for other people for the kids, <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> what did they want again <laughs> mint crisps Mary I loves them all the crisp. time <laughs> and the chipper he wants two sausages <laughs> <laughs> I must start doing that but that's a really works. good idea really nothing speaking of chippers there's nothing like chipper chips oh nothing Had I came home Lanzarote yeah. went to choir went to the chipper yeah we, well, we were starving because we'd barely eaten all day to be honest like we had a breakfast and then like a bar of chocolate in the airport and then it was six o'clock in the evening and I'd had like I'm one of these people who needs a breakfast dinner and tea you know I'm and not, airplane food is crap oh, and, and it's yeah. Ryanair you yeah. want, don't want to give them bloody rip off yeah. so we came home did you have a nice snack pack on Ryanair mm. there? yeah I just kind of refused to spend a lot of money yeah. on those flights so we got home and we went to probably the same chipper that you went to Stan Tasty Bites in Kilcone they do the best taco fries in Waterford and I had taco fries and I didn't feel one bit ashamed or guilty I felt ashamed did you I didn't because yeah. I hadn't eaten all day see I'd been kind of ticking Ticking over with food. Yeah, you've like, done like, what is it? The triathlon. We're near, we're a month Mary's ago now. <laughs> Hang on now. She's now. still burning calories. Hang on. I did that duathlon on the 24th of February. It is now the 29th no, no. of March. You and can just stop that sentence after I did the duathlon. But Orla has done a triathlon and Zara has done I can't second last. No, I didn't. I think triathlon. I did like the run for life once. <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> but like, I was honestly, out of all of us, I, I would hazard a guess that I was the worst at sport in school I had like massive hang-ups about sport and PE and things like that and I never thought I was someone who could do these things and really anyone can, mm, can. you just train on a low base for mm. a good I while. was the one who showed up for um, netball in stilettos and oh, really? stilettos <laughs> why? because I didn't like it and yeah. but you liked the rig out and forget my runners <laughs> and it was a really pretty short kind of divided skirt oh thing. yeah I love that them really, and I just couldn't ruin the look with yeah. like uh, that's why I was always keen on tennis because the skirts were yeah. nice but I yeah. also was legendary at the time for being like Carrie Bradshaw and being able to run in my stiletto oh yeah I envy people who can do that yeah. I can't yeah. do that no, I can't yeah. do it now I can't walk yeah. uh, our friend Gail actually is brilliant at walking in mm. like yeah. the most shockingly high shoes mm. I don't know how yeah, she does it my ankles it's snap she gets all the shoes yeah. I buy that are too high for me to walk in and she's the same size as me so I just go okay there's another pair of shoes <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel it they were so beautiful that I don't feel it's right for me to just have them in and my wardrobe and, and not wear them the yeah. they deserve yeah. to be worn by somebody so. who will wear them yeah who will wear yeah. them so yeah. I pass them on to her yeah mm. I'm not good in really high heels I broke my ankle when I was a child so. did you? yeah I like slipped um, on a bit of ice during a snow day when I was like five or six and I just can't really wear super high heels anymore but I still wear it like a little bit but I think mm. the best trend that ever happened is that block heel yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. game changer like, and yeah. the low ankle boot in the winter yeah. there was yeah. a time yeah. when there was no low no. ankle boot around yeah. now you can go to pennies and buy about ten bears even the ankle yeah. boots it was only yes. over the knee boots I love it was very hard I to love get them to fit yeah. you yeah. Re- it really yeah. is hard to get uh, over yeah. the knee boots I have such yeah. criteria if I'm getting an ankle boot in the winter though I need grips because I've had situations you know when you're walking down Patrick Street <laughs> and you're aquaplaning and you're going yeah you're aquaplaning I don't want a heel I don't want a stiletto but I still want them to look nice yeah. so yeah. you want ones that are low with grips but still yeah. look like nice and girly because yeah. yeah. I don't want ones that look like I don't know something you'd have in a building site yeah that yeah. you're off mentioning yeah we're not yeah. like joining the guards or something yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 just yeah. before we finish up um, <laughs> have you chocolate for us no <laughs> I thought you'd bring some actually <laughs> it was nice <laughs> mug of tea though it was nice <laughs> mug of tea um, I know uh, Orla you and I are, are fans of car share yes and it's coming back for two episodes why only Thank you, two Peter Kay. 
I think he's just done with it. What is car share? Just for people who don't know, because I don't know what it is. It's just pure brilliance. Shall I look it up on YouTube? It's It's the simplest of things, because it's it's Peter Kay uh, writes it. He Mm. stars in it with Mm. somebody he's known for years. And these two people work in the same supermarket, Mm. and they car share to work. And of course, there's a little bit of will they, won't they romance it, like everything. I do love Peter Kay. I love Peter Kay. So it's one of those situations where you're kind of being told what has happened, so they might be heading to the Christmas party but everything happens in the car I love that episode I think I have seen this before I've seen this before and for for, like the four of us in this room there's a radio station that plays in the car music is just just 80s power balance (laughs) and the ads that they have on the station (laughs) are just it's great I'm going to have to check it out oh I envy that you'd actually have a good few episodes of it it is so good I love yeah. Peter Kay he's so funny oh. one of my favourite things that Peter Kay ever said was the time he was talking about you know when it first came in that you could pause live TV and he was trying to explain to his grandmother like you know he's like so Nanny you can you can pause the telly and she was like won't everyone know that I've gone to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible accident that's brilliant <laughs> but he's doing it he's doing things he's going to have a, a sort of a private screening of these two as a fundraiser do you remember he cancelled his tour oh yeah oh, for yeah. family reasons yeah. and um, he's fundraising for it's my mitochondrial disease or something right. which I don't know anything about mm. um, but there's going to be two episodes which I think we'll see on, on TV at Christmas maybe um, there's going to be two episodes one is going to be completely in- improvised wow. and no better two to improvise I yeah. think, than those mm. two uh, and the other one then will be wrapping up the whole thing because you know, and I love that he just didn't keep doing car share. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah. wanted. Mm. I love that he yeah. went. No, enough now. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to do that with comedy. Yeah. and it was a gentle hit as well. You yeah. know, not it was everyone so good. was. And it was, I think it was only it. half an hour, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was only half yeah. an hour. It's just and so it was, great. The two of them were so endearing, and she was superb. Yeah, and he let her shine. Mm. You know, it wasn't like that. Well, this is my show. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, he let her. He let her shine in it, and it's just. It was just the best show. It was so heartwarming, really. So funny, like you'd actually one of those comedies that you'd nearly make yourself sick laughing mm-hmm. from all the chocolate that you've eaten. Do you see what I did there? How I wrapped it all up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming in. Thanks You're very welcome. welcome. Thank you for having us, Maria, and thank you for wearing your fur coat today. <laughs> so <laughs> glam. So that was glam. Great. This is the coat. By the, the coat. Way. The coat's getting some podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Backchat with Maria McCann. Can I just clarify it's a fake fur coat? <laughs> this week's backchatters and chocolate connoisseurs have been Mary O'Neill, Orno Apple and Zara King. Backchat is available from Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget I've added Backchat Bite Size to the lineup too if you'd like to subscribe to that. The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile and there's a whole lot to love. Like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. Skydiving, this is amazing. Yeah, but you know what else is amazing? An iPhone 6S for just 49 bucks at Metro. Really? Imagine streaming all the way down with that amazing camera. I'm switching. That's smart. You know what else is smart? Parachutes. Switch to Metro and get an amazing iPhone 6S for only 49 bucks. Metro by T-Mobile. Phone offer requires port-in of number not currently active on T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.